Hey, it's Kimberly, host of the Start Me Up podcast. If you like your politics with some loose talk and salty language, you're going to love my show. I interview the coolest people like Mary Trump, Kathy Griffin, and DNC chair Jamie Harrison. The Start Me Up podcast has an easygoing, casual style and a strong emphasis on left-leaning politics. We also have frank discussions about sex and more than a few spirited rants. Just visit patreon.com slash startmeup or wherever you get your podcasts and start listening today. So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian oligarchs. That, that's what he said. I, I, that's what I said. That's obviously what the, the, our position is. I'm not aware of uh, any of those activities. I have been called a surrogate at a time or two in that campaign, and I didn't have not have communications with the Russians. What do I have to get involved with Putin for? I have nothing to do with Putin. I've never spoken to him. I don't know anything about him other than he will respect me. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. So, it is political. You're a communist. No, Mr. Green. Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist. Hey, welcome to Mueller She Wrote. I'm A.G., uh, I use an alias because I work for the federal government, and using my name to promote private enterprise violates the Hatch Act, and unlike some people I know, government ethics means something to me. God damn it. <laughs> so, I'm going to go by AG. Joining me, as always, is Jordan Coburn. Hello. And Jaleesa Johnson. Hey, what's up? Two very funny, intelligent ladies that I decided have to be part of this because they make me so happy. All right. Now, we're going to start, as we do every week, with... Just the facts. So, it seems like as these weeks go by, this is the second week now without an indictment, and and every 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 Sunday after we record this episode, I think, ah, oh, crap, there's not going to be any news this week. <laughs> and then there's just so much news. Um, and what we're going to try to do here is kind of break it down for you, parse it out, kind of try to simplify it for you, but this is seriously, and and, you know... No joke here. This is like a war and peace situation with all the characters and all the plot lines. It's Game of Fucking Thrones. Yeah, oh yeah. Where you, where you, you're like, what house is doing who now, and who, where's the, and it's, it's just absolutely. So we've got House Trump, and, and House Kushner, and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just, it's the most ridiculous. Seemingly fictional spy thriller, <laughs> twisted War and Peace, Game of Thrones piece of shit thing that's happening in the whole fucking world so right true. now, and it's super fascinating. Uh, and the conjecture is just so much fun. But for now, just the facts. And I, I, I really want to, you know, emphasize that we we have a couple of different sections in this podcast. First of which we talk about facts, known facts, published facts, or leaked facts. <laughs> uh, and this is not conjecture. These are not theories. This is just stuff that happened this this past week. Uh, in the Russia investigation. So the first fact, Donald Trump Jr.'s private Twitter messages to WikiLeaks leaked. So it's like a WikiLeaks leak. Mm, yes. Which is fantastic <laughs> to it's me. It's beautiful. But um, yeah, so that, that, that happened. 
Uh, and then, and and in true Donald Trump Jr. style, he sent them, like, he published them himself. Like, remember when his emails came out and then he released his emails? <laughs> I remember that. New York too. Times was about to break the story that they've been working on for, like, a year. Oh, my God. And he yeah. just goes, oh, here you go. Just to appear open? Well, he's done that again. He tried. Um, yeah, this whole thing is just backtracking to try to make yourself look transparent. Exactly. And it's so hilarious. Do you know who, sorry to interrupt you, do you know yeah. who leaked those documents? Uh, I didn't yeah. It was not WikiLeaks. <laughs> <laughs> it was, let's see, I've got it in my notes Speaking here. At their own game. Uh, <laughs> Wall Street Journal. Okay. Ooh. Nope, that's not it. Um, Donald Trump Jr. messages to WikiLeaks leaked. Uh, and here is the explanation. Let's see if it says here. I can't remember who leaked them. I love the fact-checking in real time. This is- <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I, I was just, I, yeah, I thought, I was curious because, yeah, when, when WikiLeaks comes up. It's a good like, point. Yeah, well, yeah. it wasn't WikiLeaks. Exactly. Julia Ioffe wrote a, a journal, in, or a, sorry, an article in The Atlantic. Got it. Uh, she obtained messages turned over to congressional investigators. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah, I read an Atlantic article today. They're really good about it. They know their stuff. Mainstream, you know, media leaking. Leaks. If you know, for liking to be peed on by prostitutes, Donald Trump really has a problem with leaks. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, fact number two. (laughs) Jeff Sessions testified before the Senate Judiciary Committee. Again. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, fact number three, six congressmen in the House of Representatives introduced articles of impeachment this week. Five articles Ooh. of impeachment. Dun dun. <laughs> uh, next fact, uh, Mueller subpoenaed emails and documents from 12 Trump campaign officials. That came out pretty late in the week. I think it was Thursday and that was the Wall Street Journal yes. story. <laughs> He's now directly subpoenaed Trump. This is the first time this happened right, I didn't to the read campaign. That. Yeah, that's yeah, a new yeah. thing. So, mm-hmm. and this is emails and documents, and it's all regarding the Russia probe. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't say that with certainty. I want to be clear about that. That's a good point. All yeah. I know is that it's twelve subpoenas mm-hmm. uh, for documents and emails. Uh, for I'm, the investigation. I'm, I'm. It's Mueller who's doing it, so I'm assuming. But, he can do but it could be about money laundering. Yeah. It could be about this yeah. Turkish issue going on. I'm it could be. That. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to just come out and say it's definitely about Russia. Right. Um, I just You know, I just want to be, be clear about sure. the facts. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, next fact: a second meeting was found to have taken place between Michael Flynn and the Turks. This one was in December of 2016. That first meeting was in September, and I'm going to talk a lot about Flynn. Yeah. In the second segment of this show, he's special. <laughs> the next fact here the Senate Judiciary Committee released a letter to Kushner, Jared Kushner, asking him to produce documents they know were missing from his subpoena. Mm-hmm. When they, you know, when they went to him and said, Give us all your stuff, um, there were documents missing. And they know that because other parties turned those documents in. And these are emails that were sent to Kushner that he received or that he forwarded. For example, there was a, uh, an email <clears throat> that he received about, quote, a Russian backdoor overture and dinner invite, which sounds dirty. Um, and he actually received that email, and he forwarded it to other campaign officials. And he also had communications in email with Sergei Milian. He's a, he's a rich, rich Russian banker, oligarch guy. He's also a key source for the Steele dossier. Interesting. So we're getting close to the P tapes. <clears throat> Next fact: Rob Goldstone. Remember that big weirdo? Mm-hmm. He's the one who uh, kind of facilitated the, the June 9th 
2016 meeting, the big one. Right. Uh, his lawyer has been communicating for a while now with Mueller. That mm. came out la- this oh week. Unbeknownst to his client, do you know? No, Rob Goldstone knew. Okay. And now Rob Goldstone is saying, and he's told the press, that he's ready to come and speak to Mueller. Oh, snap. So they've been planning this together. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. We can, can, we can, you know, theorize. But the fact is, Goldstone's, Goldstone, Goldstone's lawyer has been communicating with Mueller's team, and, he, and now Goldstone is ready to speak to Mueller. If Mueller wants to talk to him. Mueller right. might not even need him. That's a good point. But uh, it would be, it, you know, if Goldstone, and again, we're going into conjecture land right now, mm-hmm. but if Goldstone has something to say about why those meetings were set up or how they were set up or what they were set up for or what yeah. the intentions of the meetings were for or any documents from the meetings mm-hmm. or any recordings of the meetings, because, you know, Russian spies never record anything, <laughs> he would have those. Exactly. And that would be additional... Um, I guess evidence. Yeah, yeah um, it's safe to say. Because the way Mueller works, and I've noticed this, kind of like my ex-boyfriend, <laughs> he goes, he asks questions that he already has the answer to, and not just because he thinks he knows the answer, but because he's got proof to back up and the answer. And it's more telling to get your, you know, honest reaction. In that yeah. Moment. So he'll yeah. go, "Where were you Thursday at six? And he's got proof of exactly where you were Thursday mm-hmm. at six. But he wants to hear it from you. Yeah. Because if you lie to him. That's a felony. Ooh, I fall for it. It is time. a federal felony to lie to a special prosecutor. Wow. So he's just a dick, and I love and it. And he's probably yeah. just not going to not like a domino effect speculation. But I yeah. just—he's so many people can get caught like that. It's, it's human. And, and at the end of the interview, he can show his cards and mm-hmm. say, "You lied six times. You want six felony counts, or do you want to tell me what Donald Trump Jr. was wow. doing that day?" That's his mo, and I love it. Special His Mueller of operations. Crazy. Uh, next fact, the FBI has uncovered 60 money transfers from the Russian foreign ministry to embassies across the globe, and the ones here in the United States had memos on them saying, quote, to finance the election campaign of 2016, Is this a joke? <laughs> no, that's not oh a joke. That was almost this week's sabotage. Wow. Because that's so fucking... You a better sabotage than Yeah. Uh, but, well, you know, I mean, how would that change That's your indictment like, picks? Like seven facts and a lie is what it sounded like. Just like you made up the last <laughs> one. We should totally play that game. Oh uh, so, yeah, that's, yeah. Next week, what we'll do is we'll go through these facts and you tell me if you think they're real or not. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, that would be fun. Yeah, um, yeah so that. Whew. All right, next fact. Despite outcries from Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, and Jeff Sessions, and the RNC pulling campaign funding, Roy Moore is announcing that he's staying in the race for the Alabama Senate seat, left vacant by Sessions. So what does this have to do with Russia, you ask? Like, why do I even bring up Roy Moore, besides his, uh, you know, titillating (laughs) Joseph and Mary relationships that he had uh, when he was in his 30s? Um, Well, here's what it has to do with Russia. And this could be big. And now we're going to go into conjecture land. So that's Mm -hmm. the fact. Here's conjecture. Okay. Uh, If... um, Roy Moore wins in Alabama. If if a known pedophile wins the election in Alabama, which I wouldn't put it past oh, him to win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you know, no offense to Alabama or anything, but that that I'm voting myself. that it's... Christian right voting wing is so strong there. A lot of my family people think that way. Yeah. And and now with the whole Joseph and Mary defense, which is the weirdest defense because Mary was a virgin, but whatever. But it hits home for a lot of people. Like he never ended up banging Mary. It's not right. Yeah, she it was, was immaculate. And, and and nowhere in the entire Bible does it say how old she was. Which by the way. Really she could have been like 40. Yeah. Probably not. Um, <laughs> 40 year old virgin. Ooh. You never know. I 
she could have she could have been fugly man i don't even know hey, i don't know i don't know i wasn't there there's no color books for this is picture d- books no nope, there's no photos so it there didn't happen books, that, that's <laughs> that's my that's my thing with the whole like al franken boob grab situation they're like yeah but there's a photo trump didn't do it there's no photos of trump there's a photo of this and i'm like is there a photo of jesus is there a fo- do you have like photo evidence of the oh, shit that you're talking about that happened in the bible Fucking rendering, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> artistic I rendering. I would say poor Al. Like I like Al, but like you know, screw Al for that. Like, but thank you for admitting it. That's huge. I know we're digressing here. I'm I know. Yeah, we're kind of going off the track. I mean, we could have a whole separate podcast about sexual oh, assault, yeah. but um, that is a bummer <laughs> because Al yeah. Franken had become a champion for women, whether he was at one point or not. Mm-hmm. As a comedian, we're all female comedians in this room. We know how male comedians act, and that doesn't yeah. excuse it. It's exactly. terrible. It's shitty. I personally, just on a side note, think he should step aside. I agree. Because we have to send a, str- a swift, strong message and to the right that we don't tolerate this shit. Mm-hmm. Because if we let him go, for years they're going to be like, you let Franken go. Exactly. Just like we let Clinton go. Yeah. Because they used that now, and how fucking long ago was that? Exactly. It they'll, shouldn't have happened. They're right. They'll but, be using this shit forever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Roy Moore just took yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But there is no moral equivalency with Moore and Franken or Trump. There's right. none. There's right. absolutely none. Pedophilia. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. And and did you hear Sarah Huckabee Sanders' reason for Trump no. being innocent versus Moore or versus Franken? Because one of the in, in a presser, somebody asked her like, "Well, if Franken, you're asking him to step aside and condemning him, then why doesn't Trump have to face his own twelve to sixteen women who are coming forward with sexual abuse allegations?" Right. And she goes, "Well, that's different." And he goes, "How is it different? There's no difference." And she goes, "It's very different. The difference is, Al Franken said he did it, and Trump has said he didn't do it." And I'm like, that's it? So if Al Franken just said he didn't do it, you guys would be all cool? Yeah. crazy. Anyway, we digress. You're you're correct. So here's what this has to do with Russia. If Roy Moore, (laughs) back to the beast, if Roy Moore wins and he's seated in the Senate, the Senate can and probably will oust him. They can fire him with a 75% vote. Yeah. Um, by saying he's unfit. That's one of the things built into the Constitution that just in case some crazy, rogue, stupid state elects a pedophile, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Senate and go, no, bro. Nah. No. Nah, bro. Now, if they kick him out, that's going to leave a Senate seat open. And the governor can appoint an interim senator. Mm-hmm. And she could, imp- uh, she could appoint Jeff Sessions, which would leave the attorney general spot open. It's like chess. Back and forth. That would leave the attorney general spot open, and Trump could install his own attorney general, who would shut down the Mueller investigation. Wow. Sessions can't, because Sessions has recused himself. He needs someone that's not recused. And Russia's at uh, Russia. Trump's actually said the words, if I'd known he was going to recuse himself, I wouldn't have hired him. That's why he was so mad, yeah. And if he just fired Sessions and replaced him to oust Mueller, that would raise eyebrows. Just like what we did with uh, But if. Yeah. yeah, but if you're, you know, if you're, uh, oh, you know, we need him to fill in the Senate seat, you know, it's a long... it kind of takes that pressure mm-hmm. off. And when you add to the fact that major Republicans have come out against Roy Moore, it sets them up to show we would never support this guy anyway. So we're just doing what we already said we were going we were gonna to wow. do. Uh, that is all. That's crazy. Gee, borderline conspiracy that. theory, but. Uh, It would be very easy for a new attorney general to stop the Mueller investigation, not necessarily by firing Mueller, but just by defunding it and ordering it to stop. It's crazy. Because 
the because yeah. Mueller reports to Department yeah. of Justice and the Attorney General. Oh well, he kind of doesn't report to anybody, but the attorney general can fire him. Just like Archibald right. Cox got fired. Yeah, it's a check of powers. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, they, yeah. If, can Mueller move to indict people sooner and then like, kind of freeze the investigation so Trump couldn't do that? What we're hoping, and what I'm hoping, and again, conjecture, is that these major indictments go down before the election in Alabama. Which is, I'm sorry. December 12th, I think. Okay. Mid-December. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of talk about... Um, there being arrests before, um, well, we'll get into that in the conjecture part. Okay, okay. Remind me to talk about potential arrests uh, and Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. Oh, God. That's um, going to be a fun family dinner discussion. <laughs> so that's what Roy Moore might potentially have to do with Russia. But again, that's conjecture. Mm -hmm. All right. So I wanted to get into talking about Michael Flynn and the Turks. That's nobody's business but the Turks. Um, here, I, basically the way I broke this down is what we already know and, and what's new. Right. What we already knew and what, what, what just came out this week. Because mm -hmm. we've known some stuff for a bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there's some new shit that went down this week. So here's what we already know. Flynn was offered up to $15 million to find and extradite uh, Fatula Gulen. That's an mm -hmm. a Islam a mystic who lives in Pennsylvania. And the Turks hate him. Erdogan wants him, I don't know, probably dead. Yeah. So they met in September 2016 with Flynn and said, and they started kind of planning this, like, mm -hmm. we want to get rid of this guy, I have $15 million. And, and, and Flynn's like, I don't know. And then, let's see, there was a meeting. Oh, yeah, here, but my second fact was that. There was a meeting oh, in yeah. September 2016 between Flynn and Erdogan's people about the $15 million uh, job. And Flynn wrote an op-ed piece about how terrible Gulen is that's the that's the Turk. Oh my God. That's the Turk mystic. Right. Um, that uh, Erdogan wants him to kidnap. Yeah. yeah it's like nobody would care about him when he's gone. And yeah. he released this op-ed. Mm -hmm. And he released this op-ed on inauguration day. That's weird. Huh. That's weird. So that's a fact. I'm not going to say anything about why that's weird or anything. Yeah, but let's yeah, get into what's new here. Mm -hmm. This week, NBC reports that during the second meeting with the Turks, they had a, they found out that there's a second meeting in December of 2016 with the Turks. They discussed something else with Flynn. First of all, they solidified the kidnapping plan. They talked about, like, they actually had a private jet ready, and they, like, wow. they, they were set, like, it was oh, a, there were steps. It wasn't just like, hey, wouldn't this be cool? Yeah, they it were was ready. The, they were laying down the plan. Mm -hmm. There's a second thing that went on in that meeting. A plan to spring a guy from a New York City prison facing charges of laundering hundreds of millions of dollars um, because Erdogan wants this guy freed. He's a Turkish... he's a Turkish He's a Turkish oligarch. He's bringing back one of his enemies. So he says, Flynn, can, along with this deporting of the Gulen guy, can you spring my buddy wow. from prison? You know, just a pit stop on the yeah. way to bringing that guy to me, you know? <laughs> this past week... <laughs> just put him in an Uber. Yeah, lip line. This past week, the night before that guy was set to go to trial, that rich... And he's laundering money with the Iranians, and it has to do with sanctions, like funding terrorism. Like, this is fucked up oh shit. The night before he was set to go on trial in New York federal court, or, I don't know, yeah, New York federal court, uh, he's released from jail. Oh, they got him free. Oh, no. However, he's released into the custody of the New York attorney, and he's apparently cooperating with authorities. Oh, my God. 
I don't know if it's Mueller. Okay. Right. That's Somebody. conjecture. Somebody. But he could totally be flipping on Flynn right now. Wow. Yeah. He could totally be flipping on Flynn like... Flipping on Flynn. I like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> we were going to pay him a shitload of money to release me from jail. And in return, we were going to do this or whatever. Because it's just another way to troll them. Like, it's but he... So we don't know if he's flipping Flynn, but he's definitely naming accomplices in his money laundering right, scheme, right. which is good for the country. Well, That's just yeah. good for the country. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he's cooperating with authorities. And finally this week, the FBI interviewed Hank Cox. Hank Cox is the editor who helped Flynn publish his op-ed on Gulen on Inauguration Day. So they interviewed Hank Cox. Interesting. Like, that's interesting too. Yeah. So what did he know? Yeah, what did he say? So why is Mueller interested in him? Because... Trump firing Comey for investigating Flynn would be obstruction. Mm-hmm. He, we initially thought he was investigating Flynn for lying on his FARA documents, right, for right. not filling out and, and declaring his lobbying efforts. Yeah, yeah. So he was he could have been charged with obstruction for not filling out a form. Mm-hmm. Now he could be charged with obstructing justice for firing Comey to stop an investigation into him helping a hundred million dollar plus money launderer. And kidnapping some mystic for Erdogan. It all come full circle. That, That's crazy. That obstruction could carry with it a much heavier punishment mm-hmm. or or many more counts. Uh, that is more conspiracy Definitely. with a foreign government yeah, yeah. than I didn't fill a form out. Right. But he might have just brought him in on the form. I love Mueller. Or it could be uh, obstruction because Comey was investigating, yeah, the kidnap, the Spring Flynn conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that could be, those could be weightier charges. So that's what's going on with the Turks (laughs) and Flynn. And you know, man, I was in Turkey in 1989, right after the wall came down. It was a great place. They're nice people. I don't understand. Like, this Erdogan guy is... This is crazy. Fucking diabolical. Yeah. So Flynn was essentially just going to use his, I guess, whatever political ties or pr- like power he had to get these things done. But National ter- security advisor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But in terms, <laughs> but in terms of oh, the and actual... Pence didn't know, of course. Oh, yeah. He just didn't know. Yeah. Shout out to Pence. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but the fifteen million dollars that was just going to be strictly independent of any sort of like government, like U.S. government pool of money, right? That was going to oh, be yeah. just literally taking fifteen million dollars. It would have been laundered somewhere, but it would have yeah. been his. That's yeah, crazy. It might have been laundered with that guy from jail. That, yeah. <laughs> that, oh. Now conjecture, just making stuff wow. up. Wow. All right, so now we're gonna go over to Julissa and yeah. Julissa. I asked you to tell us all about Donald Trump Jr. and his WikiLeaks Twitter conversations. Yes. So this was really funny because ultimately, I don't know if he did anything criminal, but like just connecting the dots was really fun here. So uh, <laughs> fun, fun. It's, it's a little interesting, all things considered. So. Uh, September of last year, 2016, WikiLeaks kind of slid into Donald Trump Jr.'s DMs on Twitter. <laughs> and they it's interesting. That's the same month Flynn met with the Turks. Yeah, you're connecting the dots, right? So um, so basically they just said, hey, um, we heard about this anti-Trump super PAC, you know, called PutinTrump.org or something like that. Uh, any comments? Oh, little side note. They also said they found out their password and they shared that password with Don Jr. So this was just all in one little message. Assange, right? WikiLeaks? 
Yeah, exactly. So, so Don Jr., he's like, oh, I don't know who that is. This is off the record, but I'll ask around. And then now he has friends that are coming out saying he did ask around, but that was the first contact. So there's been several other tweets, and I, I, I think it's really funny because he seems like he really thought these guys were on his side. Like, WikiLeaks was known as this independent organization, and everyone kind of saw it that way. But it turns out that they might actually be kind of a troll machine of I was their own. Say they're yeah, trolls. like they might have actually just tricked him into thinking that it was a safe little, you know, connection to um, actual leaked documents. And a few months ago, I kind of would have thought that WikiLeaks was dropping things just to be neutral. But yeah, they might actually be one of Putin's like machines. So people actually think, I think, in the intelligence community that that Putin chose them. So maybe they started off as like a neutral organization, but at this point they have a clear agenda, and they've been sending these little, you know, Twitter messages, basically asking uh, Don Jr. to release his dad's tax returns, and they were asking them to like uh, tell Australia to appoint a certain person as ambassador of the U.S. They're like making yeah, demands. That's weird. Yeah, but the funny thing is that they're kind of following through. So. Don, Don Jr. only replied, like, thanks, and I'll ask around, and things like that, but he ended up, like, kind of acting on these requests anyways, except for the tax returns, and now it's just, like, I don't know if he knows at this point that he was being played, but, like, back then, it's just, like, he was, like, maybe, maybe they were kind of in it together, like, I don't know, it's, it would be hard to, I guess, figure out now if there's any way that, that Putin said, you know, we're going to work with you with WikiLeaks to discredit the media and things like that, and Don Jr. is going to be our guy, or they kind of just, like, crept in and made it seem like they were, like, anonymous or something. But Just to try to get more documents. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, we don't know what's up at this point, but as far as, like, anything incriminating, it's just, like, really sad to see him fall for it, I think. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I feel like either way, whether they were, like, He's together, not the brightest crayon in the sea, not. man. He's tries so hard to, like, seem put together and, like, yeah. His know, brother is yeah. a I mean, Eric came out strong this week, right? That's the, that's the big winner. <laughs> he wasn't involved, so... As far I as am know. okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's just really weird because let's say there is this bigger idea of Don Jr. was known as, like, the connection for WikiLeaks, and that was all planned with all of them. That would be, like, the thing that Mueller would, would be able to figure out. But I feel like as far as, like, a regular person just, like, reading about this, it's just it's so funny. It's, like, it's just sad. I, I really think that not only are we being played by Putin, but, like, they were, too. Like, that's the idea is that, like, I don't think this is all going to come out with, like, clear winners and, and losers like within America I think we're all just going to be sad maybe <laughs> like no matter what happens yeah. we all are really it's Putin has decades of like manipulation experience yeah. right, in government and they're just coming in just like Papadopoulos right it was Papadopoulos I think right that deleted his Facebook in an attempt exactly. to delete the evidence of his communications <laughs> with people it's like how dumb we you're, are you're like a millennial you should know that exactly. that's not how we were the like internet taught that we were the best, you know, and all these things. Like I heard a great story, a great anecdote from my friend Tamer, and he talked about how he used to work when he was working in the ad agency business. He would golf with these CEOs, these uber rich guys, and and they would find out that he does comedy, and then they, they would tell him one of one of their jokes, like these rich guys, <laughs> and they're the worst, most terrible jokes and he and he thought to himself one day he's like why do ceos tell such bad jokes 
And he realized that these guys are rich and powerful, and when they tell jokes, everyone laughs at their jokes. Oh, that's so sad. So they have no mirror up yeah. to them. Yeah, but now, like, other people are, like, hearing them speak and seeing yeah. them in everyday life, and we're like... Whoa. Trump thought he was awesome, and that we all thought he was awesome until mm-hmm. he became president and found out we all think he's an idiot, yeah. and now he's like, meh. Exactly. The, that's why Kanye could relate. Politics is, yes politics is the yeah. great mirror. Yeah. It is. You, you will have that mirror held up to your face, and people who don't like you, you're going to find out about mm-hmm. it. And then any millennial should know that with YouTube well, comments. Yeah. Trump just fell for it. I think he really did think he was going to be more liked after all of this. Like, oh, they loved Obama, and, and I know people that hated him, so maybe the people that hated me will love me. It's just now the, the, uh, when you're talking about the, Trump Jr. released screenshots, right, of what yeah, so, okay, he claimed were all of his messages. Exactly. So at some point when they were communicating, he, he actually tried to, like, work with them to make it seem like WikiLeaks was, had dirt on the, the, you know, Trump administration, too. So they weren't just putting out things like the DNC leaks and Hillary right. emails. They were like, oh, we do all kinds of stuff. Right. Oh, so he's basically admitting that they have compromising information on them and are, make them vulnerable to blackmail. Exactly. What a yeah. dipshit. Yeah. Now, what does that have to do? Does I think this has something to do with Kushner's documents that he failed to turn in because several of the documents that were known to exist, according yeah. to the Senate Judiciary Committee, concerned the 2016 email communications mm-hmm. to Kushner about WikiLeaks from Donald Trump exactly, Jr. Exactly, because it happened during the campaign. So not only did that. Donald Trump Jr. not publish those particular tweets when he released them, mm-hmm. but Kushner, in his initial release to the Judiciary Committee, didn't turn over the documents concerning the communication with WikiLeaks. Good. Why you why are you hiding that? Just trying to catch him in a line. These are documents he would have gotten from Don Jr. directly, Uh, or anyone that was involved, because he forwarded these actually. These are emails. uh, Kelly and Conway. these were, Jerry Kushner and this Steve started Bannon. as a Twitter DM. Yeah, so basically, yeah, so so like DT yeah, Junior was Twitter. like twittering, messaging WikiLeaks and getting this these links and passwords and all this cool information, and then he would email that information right. to Kushner, mm-hmm. and Kushner in in turn forwarded that to other campaign officials. Yeah. 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 Mueller knew all that, but Kushner held those documents back when he released his right. uh, subpoena for documents. Right. And Donald Trump Jr. didn't show you all of his WikiLeaks communications either. Oh, I love that you made that connection. I did not until just now. That's perfect. Like, literally, when I was reading this, I was just like, man, this is hilarious. But it's also like, <laughs> it, makes, no, it makes perfect sense that this is also really important. Because I've seen some uh, interviews, too, from, like, Fox News and, and all kinds, actually, CNN, where it's like they say they have the panel and some people are like, oh, well, what does this really matter, though? And, like, they're just trying to use anything to make, you know, Trump and his campaign look like they were, like, you know, bad people. But, no, it does matter. Well, WikiLeaks... Why would they lie? In September of 2016, WikiLeaks, the the, the Goldstone mm-hmm. uh, fella and that 2016 meeting, that... The, normally in, in research, when you need to prove something with data, you have to triangulate it, meaning you need three data sets to to really show validity. Right. We now have WikiLeaks, we now have the Goldstone, yeah. and we have the 2016 meeting. All those things together triangulate collusion and conspiracy with Russia. Mm-hmm. Now we just have to find... We've got the smoking gun. Oh, yeah. We just have to find the bullet. And one of these people is going to flip on him. Man. Any one of these people could flip on him. There's just so many... Manafort may have already flipped on him. 
What do you think the chances are of Twitter having been cooperating with them already? Because I know... The stock and stuff? Or Twitter or Facebook. Well, no, yeah. just just people. So my thing is, like, how were conversations like that going on? And, mm-hmm. and then they weren't being flagged in any way. Or, like, how... Like, well, just like when Al Franken was asking, like, how did you not notice when, like, the rebels were being used to buy political ads? I wonder if anyone's been looking in that direction. Yeah, like, like well, I just don't get why they don't have to answer any of those questions. They should That's now. Kind of weird I think me. it's a good point. Yeah, I think now everyone should just take a good look and say, did I hope collude with Russia? <laughs> well, the, uh, the, you know, the opposite effect of that is kind of an invasion into privacy where oh, yeah. <clears throat> they're going to look at all of your tweets and all of your Twitter messages and all of your Facebook right. messages. Well, and if the word Russia them, is mentioned or if, you know, right. then they're going to flag them and then somebody's got to go through them. And then, right. and then that's kind of big brothery. It's a very sensitive well, like, topic. What do we, yeah. What's the Patriot Act for then? Exactly. You know, like, I, I know, I know that you. it's like, well, we it was created it, for a very specific right? purpose, but like, yeah, it's like, you think this would be one of the things. Yeah, that and you know what, if I send, if, if AG sends a message to Jaleesa about mm-hmm. the Russia probe, don't flag that as much as if Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. sends a message to WikiLeaks about Russia. Like, exactly. Maybe, now, like, hello. maybe put those three data points together. Yeah. Exactly, yes. Uh, Give someone a job to do that. Like, yeah, I don't know, but they, Sorry, but, but he's he's uh he's closing in. So I don't know. We'll see. You got anything else for us with the DT Junior? Well, let's see. I I love that you you brought that together for me because I kind of left off like doodling at a certain point because I just was like, this is ridiculous. Like, it's just, like <laughs> I feel like you were just getting trolled, but I I think the bigger issue is like, sure, if we're being trolled, like. Uh, but still, like someone should answer for it. Like, that's the idea: is that the, there should be consequences for these actions. It's not just a small thing. It's like there's a bigger picture. Well, so now we've got n- to go a little bit into theory land. We've got WikiLeaks. We've got Goldstone. We've got the June sixteenth meet, the June twenty sixteen meeting. Right. We've got uh, all the timeline about them re- receiving the DNC emails, them tweeting about it, Trump talking about it in a speech. Trump urging Russia to get the emails. Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't it be great? I'm going to make a major announcement. All that timeline, all those points of data coming together <clears throat> around this June 2016 meeting. And now within, and I'm surprised this interview hasn't taken place already, but Hope Hicks is going to be pulled in. Hope Hicks yeah. is the communications director at the White House. She's Trump's right hand gal friday basically she's mm-hmm. considered trump's gatekeeper you want yeah. a meeting with trump you got to go through her and she has <clears> been <throat> for a long time right yeah 2012 i mean she's not that old but definitely for this campaign yeah yeah and so yeah, if there was any meeting any request anything it's gonna have gone through hope hicks and and mueller has now cl- uh, called her in to testify she's preparing to testify i none of us know if she's testified or when she's testified, right. I don't think she has yet. Um, from the sources that I'm getting, she has not testified yet. But the conjecture, the the idea, I say conjecture too much. I need a new word. <laughs> Thesaurus? <laughs> we'll think of one by next week. All right. <laughs> the idea here is that, you know, well, first of all, Hicks is as inner circle as you can get to Trump. Right. Um, and... He, Miller's already interviewed Reince Priebus and Sean Spicer. Yeah. What came out in those interviews? I don't know. But um, now Hope Hicks. This is as inner inner circle as it gets, outside of Kushner and mm-hmm. Trump Jr., who they've already Gone for subpoenaed it, yeah. several times. So 
uh, a lot of lawyers are saying, uh, and investigators, you know, professional, you know, amazing investigators who who have been doing this for a long time say that means he's close to the end of this investigation. Yeah. When you get that close to the inner circle, mm-hmm. you're you're getting Closing you're up. wrapping it up, and yeah. not only are you wrapping it up, but you already have everything you need. Right. You just need the testimony to see if you can catch these people lying under oath so that if you do, you can have them flip. Because I guarantee you a 30-year-old Hope Hicks bright future in front of her isn't going to take a bullet for Trump. No. Neither would Kushner. No no matter how much Ivanka and Daddy love each other. Yeah. That loyalty, that thing about Flynn being very loyal to her, you know, father and all that, it doesn't matter anymore. Kushner's going to look out for himself Mm -hmm. uh, and his weird little fucking family. But um, these people aren't going to be loyal to this guy. And it's all that matters to Trump is loyalty, because I know you just got to be carrying a card. Which pleases me to no end. (laughs) But that's personal. All right. (laughs) We're going to move on now. We're going to hand this over to Jordan. Jordan, you this week did some uh, deep diving into Sessions' testimony. Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions III. (laughs) If that doesn't sound like the biggest racist ever. I don't think we made that character up in the movie. Yeah, no. People listening 50 years from now, Jeffrey Beauregard (laughs) Sessions III is actually our Attorney General. Take it away, Jordan. (laughs) All right, so yes, uh, Jeff Sessions testified in front of the House Judiciary Committee on Tuesday. This is the latest that he's testified officially. Uh, I think this is, yeah, his third time now. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, he did. So. Yeah, I'll go over it in all these ideas. But um, so he's just really trying to convince them that he's never lied under oath. During his testimony on Tuesday, that was just his main thing. It was like, I'm not saying I wasn't wrong about what I had said in the past. I'm just saying that I wasn't lying. So just trying to absolve himself. Of getting accused of any sort of, and he's an attorney. He's an attorney. He knows how to do this. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's the a- whole misremembering and uh, exactly, yeah. Just knowing exactly how to phrase what you're saying to try to mm-hmm. basically cover all your bases, which should be like a red flag enough that well, he's marrying people. That, yeah. But yeah, it's just I guess like how you know how language in the law works is that that's how people actually get out of things. Exactly. So the fucking the. Horrible yeah. reality is that there's a chance that maybe they can't, they, they like, just won't be able to prove that. At was... least in, in these testimonies. Yeah. yeah. But, um, okay, so so here's a, here's a quote from his Tuesday testimony, which really wraps up pretty much everything he was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, quote, I have always told the truth, and I have answered every question as I understood them and to the best of my recollection. Mm-hmm. I will not accept... And I reject accusations that I have ever lied under oath. Important. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My head just exploded. It's the worst kind of lawyer yeah. to ever exist. Like, oh, yeah. He knows what he's doing. Oh, he's a, oh yeah. I'm going to get into like this other stuff that mm-hmm. he's done that you may have seen in the news, really, that yeah. also is just icing on the cake for what a fucking this douchebaggery oh, that he exists. But, um, but yeah, really, the, just the important phrase in that is to the best of my recollection. So, 
just saying, sorry, there are limits. I'm only a human. I've got a brain that fails, and it fails, and there you go. If Which, it worked for everyone, I would say, all right, but it doesn't. And right. I'm sorry. No, 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 no worries. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no, I, I've just, yeah, that's, I mean, it's so convenient. I almost wonder, too, if all of these people that are, you know, having it testify, like, all right, so who's going to use this defense? Because not all of us can. Oh, my it's gosh, like, yes. And you plead the fifth, and you run away. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, like, different ways to try to <laughs> Run away! <laughs> Get up and run away while saying, run away! I hope one of them tries to fake their own death and they're like found in some trash can oh or something God. is hiding out. Yeah. <laughs> <Where's he laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, um Sorry. No, 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 that's so funny. But uh so anyway, that's what happened on Tuesday. So just let's take a quick look back at Jeff Sessions' history testifying in front of Congress. So in January... It's sad that our Attorney General <laughs> yeah. has a long and sordid history of testifying to Congress. Yes. Our Attorney General, our, our top lawman in the country. Yeah, him recusing himself is almost just sad to me, because it's like, why didn't you just leave? Like, yeah, like you, you should have left then. Yeah, yeah, like you yeah. just locked yourself in. I'm so glad. Life. I'm yeah. so glad Isn't that he, he did. Yeah, because, it's a perfect storm, yeah, right? It, it it is, would yeah. be, we would be in a very different uh, scenario right now if, if, if Sessions yeah. had either resigned or failed to recuse himself. Or, so I guess thank you for that, Sessions. Yeah. Something you did, right? You dipshit. Yeah, yeah he's almost an <laughs> Thanks for not being right. smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're all so dumb. That's what's so funny. They're just so stupid. It's like I watch those fucking cold case file confession shows on the ID channel. And they're sitting in the police station and they put them in a waiting room and they're like, man, I can't believe if we fucking pulled that shit off. And I'm like, what are you doing? Do you you not think that there's a camera in there? And then they go in there and they start interviewing them. And they're like sitting there like, I don't know. Like, ask for a lawyer or leave. You're not under arrest. Why are you so stupid? (laughs) Anyway, I just told everyone how to commit murder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good at committing crimes, but just not good at covering their asses. Which is what's so funny to me is Mm -hmm. this whole just fucking farce of like a political group is there they it's like money only goes so far which i guess is nice to know exactly you have yeah. to be like putin rich and smart it's, if you want to yeah. have like an Dangerous actual combination yeah, yeah yeah but okay anyway sorry so uh back in january he has his confirmation hearing this is in front of the senate judiciary committee mm-hmm. uh this is when he says he was not aware of any contacts between the trump campaign and russia so he goes on record saying that, uh, then that clearly, he, he writes uh, in March, winds up sending something out via written statement saying, like, you know, just explaining how that is incorrect because it comes out that there were, that mm-hmm. he was, like, at that meeting and, and there's, like, no way. The meeting, the foreign policy meeting that he chaired. Yes. And and wow. Trump, that was when Trump was, like, when Papadopoulos was there and Trump's like, I don't know him, never heard of him, he's low level. Um, <laughs> It doesn't God. matter, and I meet millions of people. That well, Sarah Sarah Huckabee Sanders says he the president meets millions of people and takes p- pictures with millions of people, that's and that's the good. only meeting that ever happened of the foreign policy wow. uh, group. Like it's the and only how do you one. That name? That's so funny. Like, yeah. Can you imagine Trump saying, "What's your name again?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is it? Possum yeah. yeah. ap- hippopotamus. Yeah. I'll call you Papadopoulos. Yeah. <laughs> hippopotamus. Uh, but but that's that's like exactly what Sessions winds up saying mm-hmm. to try to explain his like ignorance or you know quote unquote ignorance of these things. He says, "Oh, well, the Trump campaign was just really chaotic 
So oh, we know that. Yeah, he's like, I was meeting with people every day, at new meetings every day. I just didn't remember that meeting, that one that you were just talking about in That's March. Not and it's good enough. Yeah, session. yeah, exactly. So, That's all this whole thing is with everyone from the top to the bottom is here's what happened. Oh no, we have this evidence. Okay, well yeah, that happened. Oh, we also found out this. All right, yeah, okay, that happened too. Let me uh, rewrite my documents. Jeez. Well, we also know this. Oh, yeah, I don't remember that, but uh, I'm sure, you know, you, you said it happened and probably happened. Like, that's all this is. is yeah, no is, ownership whatsoever. And, again, that is the, the way Mueller works. He comes at you. He mm-hmm. knows everything already. Right. He's the fucking elf on a shelf, and yeah. he's like, I know. Oh, I need to get a Mueller elf on a shelf. Yeah, we need to get a Mueller on the... Mueller on the stooler? I don't know. (laughs) A little guy, and he just sits there, and you can tell your kids he knows everything you've done. Dude, I bet we could market Mueller on the shelf. We should. (sighs) Okay, we'll get. We'll look for it in toy stores in a year, because that's how long it takes us to get shit done. But Um, okay, so so January that meeting happens, or not meeting that confirmation hearing happens when he, you know. Lies, doesn't remember, take your pick, whatever. Uh, <laughs> he lied to the Senate. Yeah. <laughs> That's a felony. Definitely. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, he's still to this day sticking with that story that he did not lie. He has to. But, he know, doesn't want to go yeah. to jail. I yeah. get it, I get it. Um, so he then, so then jail, in October... He would be in trouble, but he wouldn't go to jail. Yeah. Too rich for that. So in, <laughs> so in October, exactly, I just get to sit in my like home movie theater for the rest of my in life. In my Jeffrey <laughs> Beauregard <laughs> Sessions <laughs> robe yeah. with my Jeffrey Beauregard yeah. Sessions dog. <laughs> Um, so mm. then, then in October, uh, he, same committee, he, he has this exchange with Senator Al Franken, uh, rest in peace Al Franken, not really though, <laughs> you really were an asshole and deserved everything you're getting, but, um, not in general, but, you know, I digress. Anyway. He was an okay, keep, he was a better senator than he oh, was a comedian, That's and true. he's just not funny enough to grab asses. Yep, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Okay, so. That's the real crime. So we got, <laughs> we got. Uh, yeah, there's the improv, the yes and. It's yeah. just not oh, really. It's yeah, not what people call Yeah, yeah, yes and. I'm disgusted looking, and this girl's asleep and beautiful. It's like <laughs> this girl's, girl's like. asleep and beautiful. <laughs> you just described every rape ever. I'm disgusting, and this girl's asleep and beautiful. And need I say anymore? Okay, okay, so. I'll go through this fast. So, um, Al Franken asks him, you don't believe that surrogates from the Trump campaign had communications with the Russians? And Session says, again in October, just last month, I did not, and I'm not aware of anyone else that did, and I don't believe it happened. So wow, Now, he happened. may have to, let's throw, let's throw him, let's throw Beauregard a bone. Yeah. He might have shut down Papadopoulos, or even Carter Page, or anybody who said, I'm going to go to Russia, going to Russia. He might have said, no, don't do it. That is what he said. Um, Mm -hmm. And, well, he did in the foreign policy meeting. Yeah. He might have shut it all down. He might have said, nope, 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 nope. Right. But then why not just say, they did tell me about those things, and I told him no, because I'm a badass. He actually did say a little bit about that in the thing. He's like, even if I did... Uh, I said no. He needs yes. to say it again and every time. So, yeah, so so basically... So um, why'd you cover it up the first three times? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so eventually when he comes out saying that, or, or just the press coverage comes out with that photo of him at that March 31st meeting, then, he owns then, up then this is when he says... This is when he says that uh, it jogged his memory, seeing it in the press, mm-hmm. and that's when he was reminded that he was, in fact, at that meeting. And then he says, and on top of that, I remember... 
saying, guys, don't do this. This yeah. is a bad idea. Your evidence and really rang a bell for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the whole, the whole, I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about Russia. I never said anything about Russia. I have nothing to do with Russia. That should be the motto. Oh, except that one time when they told me about Russia and I said, don't do it. That's a little yeah. long for the bumper sticker, I guess, though. Make America Great Again is just so much shorter. Yeah. MAGA. Yeah. So, so, uh, so on this, and Tuesday when he's testifying, uh, he, this is when he now remembers these things officially on record. Um, he says he couldn't remember up until that moment because the Trump campaign was particularly, quote-unquote, chaotic and sleep was in short supply. So What? He's just, and this is a shitty thing, is because you can't go into someone's memory unless there, there's, there's some other documents that will come out that are... I don't, like I don't know, maybe something... Like, crime and investigation yeah. would be, like, getting Or, or like, memory. Some, something that was, like, before it came out in the press... So he can't use the defense that the photo jogged his memory. Something that's like recognition of you know his yeah, being there. Like I don't know. Can, how can we get I'm sure like, it'll come out though because yeah, he's yeah. just such a fucking liar. And so, um, yeah. Then it also comes out that uh, he met with he met with Kislyak twice himself. Once at the RNC, just on the sidelines, which he says he just straight up doesn't remember. That's what mm-hmm. he says now. Right. And then the second one. How do we know? If he doesn't know. Right. There's exactly. gotta be a way to get through that, you know? Yeah. And and then the second meeting was in his own Senate office with Kislyak, which he is now saying, okay, yes, that happened, but that was not in the capacity of me being a Trump campaigner. That was just in my capacity. <laughs> I wanted him so bad to say, that wasn't the, that wasn't me colluding with Russia like normal. That was me meeting him as the ambassador. <laughs> like normal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like no, I, I, I know collusion meetings. Yeah, I've got those. That wasn't a collusion meeting. It was yeah. just an ambassador meeting. Yeah. It's like, my state really has... Well, why didn't you just... <laughs> Can tell it's us about it. It's a big state to be talking he's, with Russia. He's clearly hiding something. Yeah. He's such a douchebag. Um, so just closing this up, um, his explanation to that, he says, I certainly didn't mean I'd never met a Russian in the history of my life. That's his explanation for uh, how how he's, they're like, okay, so what is this? What are these meetings? And, and then he's like, well, you know. We didn't ask you, have I've you never, ever met a Russian yeah, in the history yeah, of your life? Just the foreign ambassador to Russia. That's the only one we're really concerned about. If they about, interview him so. like a hundred more times, they might get the truth by that time. No. He inches towards it a little bit yeah. every time. And, mm-hmm. then, and then on Friday, two days ago... We'll get the truth when Mueller this. releases it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but this is just a little fun, fun fact to just close up my segment here. At the Federalist Society... Event he's making jokes about his. Uh, oh, he got jokes. He got jokes. Okay. I mean, they're not funny. It's exactly what we were talking about. Just when you're rich, people just sit there, and just mm-hmm. like guffaw. Do you know eight of the ten federal judges that Trump has uh, appointed are members of the Federalist mm. wow. group? Just thought I'd wow. throw that out there. Yeah, racists. Oh my god. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> but yeah, he takes the mic and then quote unquote he uh, quote he says. Ambassador Kislyak in the room, and then the whole room's like, ah, ha, 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 and he says, any Russians? And then they laugh even louder, he says, anybody been to Russia? And then closes it out with, got a cousin in Russia or something? Wow. So this guy's just completely... Killing it. Yeah, and it's just, <laughs> it's just such a transparent technique, just to like, so hyperbolically kind of, Dismiss you know, it. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's just... So he's helping destroy democracy, and he's unfunny. Yeah. Yes, okay. yes. That's a terrible I can't joke. Tell which one is it? Uh, oh yeah, there we go. There Jeff we go. Sessions. That's a really bad joke. Oh yeah, I heard a bad joke of one of the reporters said he was on CNN. A little too moderate for me. I don't know, but he's uh, for CNN. Yeah. But, but he was like, uh, 
He said, oh, you know, it's a bad day when uh, Jeffrey Sessions is funnier than Al Franken. And then it totally bombed on the air, which made uh, me happy because this guy was... Good, good. Yeah. Someone's got a bomb. Someone's got a bomb. Yeah, yeah. this is too, too much. Jokes about jokes aren't yeah. funny. <laughs> and that concludes uh, the Jeff Sessions segment. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you, Jordan. Thank yes, you, ladies. Thank you. Uh, that was fantastic. Uh, and now I want to go over our indictment picks, our indictment fantasy league. All right, so we haven't had any indictments since the first show uh, where we had the Gates-Manafort indictment, right? right? Now, I've heard through my sources that there are going to be arrests before Thanksgiving, uh, but they haven't interviewed Hope Hicks yet, so I'm not quite sure. But I would like to change my picks. Okay. I'm going straight up with Flynn, Flynn's son, Donald Trump Jr., and Kushner. Okay. Those are going to be my new four. Okay. And, as an aside, they are going to release testimony and guilty pleas like they did for Papadopoulos Mm -hmm. from Reince Priebus and Lewandowski. Okay. So that's my new, that's what I think. So you're going to, so you're going to have four or six there? Four indictments. Got it. And two. Flips. Yeah. Got it. Releasing of testimony and guilty pleas. And that was Priebus and Lewandowski, right? Oh, um, no, no, because we've already seen the Carter Page testimony. I'm done. That's my... I, I like that categorization. I feel like uh, the indictment versus the flips helps me kind of clear it up, too. But I'm going to add... Um, like, those people were already arrested. Exactly, but yeah, yeah. unbeknownst to us. Yeah. Definitely. I was thinking for myself, um, Steve Bannon, I feel like something's going to happen with him, like something big. And then I'm going to go with Kellyanne, Conway, Kushner... I'm going to have a few. <laughs> um, and then these are all indictments, I'm thinking. Because if they all lied to some degree, well, I don't know. Did Steve Bannon and Kellyanne actually come out with a lie or they just like, kind of dipped out? Like, Have they been they interviewed? Like, Do you think they've been interviewed? I wonder if they would have been, but no one said anything. I'm going to go with flips. Well, because okay, I, probably... I know they interviewed Spicer and Priebus yeah. uh, and, their, and that, the bodyguard. Spicer. Okay. Today I was just thinking there's so many people I want to ask. So I'm, I'm still going to stay with that. Steve These Manning. guys are busy as fuck. Yeah. Man. I know. Steve Manning, Kellyanne Conway, Kushner. Um, I'm going to keep my first few, which was Flynn, Flynn's son, uh, Don Jr. And um, I'm going to take off Rex. I just keep I keep thinking about him and it's like, I don't know. Um, I had Wilbur Ross too. There's so many people. He's a Paradise Papers person. Yeah. yeah. So he, they could all, him, Tillerson... Cone, all those guys could be indicted on on money laundering so that have nothing things. to do with the Russia probe. And just knowing how many of those sealed do- documents are out there, I'm just like, I guess it wouldn't hurt. So yeah, keeping all my original four. Because we don't actually have any indictments for Russia yet. Oh yeah. Man- Manafort and Gates were just money laundering through Definitely. Russia. Nothing uh, about this, and you know, right. collusion or obstruction. I'm gonna add Spicer to the flip though, because he's already been on like. You think Spicer gonna be on the flip? Yeah, he already seems like he knows he's good. Like he just. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I wonder. All right, yeah, that's me. I got a lot. I'm gonna do the math later. I uh definitely staying with Flynn and Flynn Jr. Mm-hmm. and then also uh, Kushner 100. percent I think 
These are just the people that we think are getting indicted. His next. goose is exactly. cooked. Yeah, yeah in the oh, next yeah. round of indictments, yeah. whenever they are. Right. I heard rumors that they would be before Thanksgiving, but I really don't think we're going to see them until after Hope Hicks is interviewed. That would make sense, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it could it could be that they already have... I know they already have enough on Flynn. Mm-hmm. They might already have enough on Kushner. Yeah. But they might just want that little extra Hope Hicks bump right. uh, to secure it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure of it. Yeah, so anyway. Yeah, or to secure some of the, like, crazy... I mean, I guess... What names really are bigger than Kushner, Flynn, all those people, like, except for, like, Trump himself? Yeah, like, Trump's Trump smaller. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's so many small people that I, we could name, but yeah. I mean, we, it would take all day. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to stay with those. I'm just going to do those four. I think those Sounds are major good. ones. Yeah, yeah. And then I had Paige. So Paige, Paige and Carter, I think Paige or, could... Oh, Paige and Carter. <laughs> yeah, I think Paige could be one that's already been working with them. That's kind of what I think. And he's yeah. already testified in the Senate Judiciary Committee, and he's already come out and said, huh. Right. And uh, that's how he talks in my head. <laughs> and uh, then you also have Clovis and J.D. Gordon. Right, I mean, yeah. All those guys could have probably already that's been... Crazy. I think they've probably already been arrested. So those are your flips? You say Paige, Gordon... She had Gordon last week, too. So those are yeah. flips for you? Okay, yeah, cool. those, yeah, those smaller smaller fish, I think. It, yeah. makes, it makes more sense to me that because if he's getting ready to... Those are the ones you want to keep secret. Exactly. So yeah, that yeah. you can publicly arrest the big man. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Because if what you say is true, and I think it is about Mueller not going to, you know, interview anybody unless he's, like, already got the answers, if he's going to help takes that must mean, like you said, it's coming to the end, sort of, which sure. makes me think that if they haven't released the, you know, arrests of, like, Paige and, and Clovis and those smaller people... Or Lewandowski and yeah. Yeah, Gordon. They've just been working with them. Would we ever find out, you think, those small people, you think they would? There's some things we could never find out. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. That because they made some sort of a deal. But Mueller seems to be pretty... I don't know. He's very uh, deliberate in every single thing that he does. Interesting. Yeah, it changes <clears> for me. You know so what? if he if he was going to release the information from a guilty pleas from folks like those smaller fish, yeah, it could be to shake Trump. It could be to shake Kushner Jr. Anybody mm-hmm. else who got indicted that day. Yeah. Uh, if they indicted him on the same day as they released right. the flips, like he did the last time he indicted two people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. guys, sabotage. That's right. Sabotage time. All right. So, Representative Denny Heck, his name is Heck, of the uh, Intel Committee, uh, sat through seven hour, a seven-hour-long interview with the co-founder of Fusion GPS this week. Uh, his name is Glenn Simpson. Uh, Fusion GPS is the Steele dossier, uh, people behind the Steele dossier. Oh, okay. And after Denny Heck emerged from that meeting he was interviewed by somebody from wapo i think uh washington post mm-hmm. could have been could have been wsj i'm not sure but he i don't remember exactly but he said quote this thing is moving fast people are going to jail additional people are going to be indicted nice that was this week nice oh yeah so yeah i don't know that that changes my picks because additional doesn't mean like you know he just means in addition to Manafort and Gates. Yeah, right? which is just, you know. But he walked out of there like, people are going to jail. People are going to be indicted. I need to go take a nap. Yeah. Like, he was just, <laughs> he was, so, and that's yeah. after the interview with the co-founder of Fusion GPS. Wow. So I'm interested. Oh. We go back to the <laughs> The Steele dossier. Yeah, and we think about, that is, 
I've tried reading that once. It's long. It's really it long. So you long. can read the highlights. It's so much oh, easier. Man. The P tapes have to come out. That's yeah. what that's my big thing. I want the P tapes out. <laughs> that would be a nice little reward at the end of all of this. <laughs> well guys, I don't fit P. It's a nice <laughs> Not reward. for us. Like oh, so uh, next week, outside of Mueller on a Shelf, you guys, uh, next week um, we're going to talk about um, any arrests that happened this week. I, again, I'm not feeling it this week. Uh, I, I have uh, safely predicted no arrests for the last two weeks, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say one more time, even though I have strong sources telling me that arrests are going to be made before Thanksgiving, I don't think they're going to be. If they are, then they're going to be those quiet arrests like... Papadopoulos, mm-hmm. like hippopotamus. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about the Hope Hicks interview, if that goes down this week. I'm yeah. not sure. Um, and then, of course, next week, I also wanted to talk about an article written in The Atlantic called The Making of an American Nazi. This is about the founder of the Daily Stormer. That's the Nazi white nationalist, uh, uh, white supremacist website, uh, and his ties to Russia and Trump, interestingly enough. Oh, yeah. So, you guys, uh, I'm A.G. I'm Jordan Coburn. I'm Julissa Johnson. And this has been Mueller She Wrote. Hi, I'm Dan Dunn, host of What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn, the most wildly entertaining adult beverage-themed podcast in the history of the medium. That's right, the boozy best of the best, baby. And we have the cool celebrity promos to prove it. Check this out. Hi, I'm Allison Janney, and you're here with me on What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. And that's my sexy voice. Boom. Boom is right, Academy Award winner Allison Janney. As you can see, celebrities just love this show. How cool is that? Hey, this is Scotty Pippen, and you're listening to The Dan Dunn Show. And, wait, hold on. The name of the show is what? All right, sure. Scotty Pippen momentarily forgot the show's name, but there's a first time for everything. Hey, everyone, this is Scoot McNary. I'm here with Dan Dunn on What Are You Drinking? What's it called again? Fine, twice. But famous people really do love this show. Hi, this is Will Forte, and you're, for some reason, listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. What do you mean, for some reason, Will Forte? What's going on? Hi, this is Kurt Russell. Listen, I escaped from New York, but I couldn't get the hell out of Dan Dunn's happy hour. Please, send help. Send help? Oh, come on, Kurt Russell. Can somebody out there please help me? I'm Dita Von Tees, and you're listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. Let me try one more time. Come on. Is that oh, right? What we're no, drinking? It's amazing. It, it's it amazing. Right, it's just... Is it right? Ah, that's better. So be like Dita Von Tees, friends, and listen to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn, available wherever you get your podcasts. M-S-W Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn-in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane, and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA. As a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. 
but with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler. How much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary. They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, show me in a courtroom how we were at war. Expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is lawyers, guns, and money. So you have a man in Armani suit standing in the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th, or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.